only ever be where you are right now. What is your podcast? It's the major investment in your life, right? The journey will always be your journey. What's up, people? It's Adam here. Welcome to the Bulldozer Podcast, episode 87, with none other than Leash McGuinness. Now, this tasty episode is brought to you by Bulldozer.com, where you guys can pick up my ebook, Crash Course Kick Ass Day Game. You can book one on one Skype coaching, inquire for ongoing packages within, and also dive in for those deep immersive boot camps, Bulldozer.com. Now, in today's conversation, I had never actually met Leash before. She was a mutual friend of Ben, who was on last week, and we got into some shit. Things got deep real quickly and Leash, I get her to explain herself a little bit at the beginning of course but you know you can think of her as an aspiring YouTuber as someone who wants to share her message with the world and impact the lives of others as much as she possibly can through positivity through love through joy through courage and is extremely motivational Potto and you know I can't wait for you guys to dive in so I catch you at the end. Leisha, welcome to the Potter. Thanks for having me, Adam. Super excited. Leisha McInnes, and this is a uh, very interesting scenario as to how we were even here, which we will explain the backstory. Yes. However, before we do, your first time on the Potter. Very first. Yeah. So just give people a, a bit of an idea of who I am, where what I you're came about, from. whatever the hell is important to you, and then we'll dive into the real shit. What's important to me? Oh, geez. I don't know. Just. I know be- it's a big question. I know. People that's don't like normally so start with that. Loaded. <laughs> well, How about I just say who I am? I'm Leisha uh-huh. McGuinness and I have a YouTube channel, um, which is continually growing and changing with me, which I feel is very important for any creative to feel that about themselves. Like I feel this whole journey on YouTube has been a changing transformation mm. and Oh man, I'd have to go back and talk about that, but we'll get yeah, into it. I'm sure it. it's a long story. Yeah, yeah. So um, um, we got connected through Ben. Through Ben. Yeah, who was on last week. So are you, you're a membership consultant or you're a personal trainer? I'm a receptionist. Receptionist, okay. Yes. So I work at Good Life in the city uh-huh. with Ben. Um, and I haven't always been in Adelaide. Actually, only been here for eight weeks. Before that, I was in Brisbane mm. and doing the same thing, reception at a gym, because I was continually traveling between here in Australia and LA, mm. chasing a YouTube dream. So, chasing YouTube dream. Yeah, because prior to that, 18 months ago, I was a finance manager for Flight Center and I had a staff of 50 and I was an accountant for 10 years and I decided to drop all that. Excuse me? <laughs> what? Did you start accounting when you were like 13 years old? 17, yeah. <laughs> I'm a lot older than you. I thought you were like 20. <laughs> I thought you were like 21 max. No, no, no. I'm not even saying that. Like, I, like, I, don't, I don't bullshit people. I thought you were literally no older than 21. Thank you. If you said 23, I would have been like, mm, I right. feel like age is how you feel. It's not a number. And I feel young. So I'm well, going to live because that. of, uh, this might sound a little, I was playing Disney before this. Because, well, that's how I hype up to all my podcasts. But uh, this might sound a little Disney, but it's because, yeah, you got like an energy in your eyes, like that sparkle in your eyes. Yeah. And it's like you're full of life. Yeah. Thank you. So, shit, this pot has started <laughs> in a weird place. Real deep. No. Yeah, yeah. But no, but that's organically started to explain a little bit about you. And yeah. so for those listening, uh, yeah, I don't, she reached out to me like two days ago. Two days. Two days ago. Jumped right in. Slide on in. Inspired action. That's what I like to call it. Hell yeah. You've got to act on it as soon as it happens. Just don't even think if your heart pulls you for something, you've got to just go for it. And I feel like all the good things in my life have come from that place where it's just been like, you know what? This feels good. I'm doing it. (laughs) Hell yes. That's such a good mindset to have. Yeah. Now let's, uh, I looked at your YouTube channel briefly. 
I had a little squeeze because what I like to do is go back to if I don't know someone and we have a short space of time. I did the same thing. She did the same, of course. <laughs> I look at your most Research. recent video. I look at your most viewed video and I look at your first video. And That's good. I feel like that just gives me a good idea of whatever you might be about, whatever. Can I just let the people know that this is amazing? Green tea, if anyone's actually. Oh, you're taking that matcha? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's um, that's legit matcha yeah. as well. Yeah. That's 100% organic yeah. Japanese style, baby. So what did you find on my YouTube channel? Well, what I wanted to start off with at least, because I thought was really motivational, which we will touch on in a second, yeah. was you have your own journey. Uh, I think you mentioned in one of your videos that you had lost 35 kilos. Yeah. Tell us about that. What's oh, that wow. all about? So that was my first ever breakthrough in my life, I believe. Where, oh God, um, if you've watched the video full way through, definitely it was, didn't. Definitely no, not the full way through. Because there's not enough time in the day. No. But oh, my whole journey started with this knowing that if you believe in something, you can achieve it. Hmm. Um, and it was from this internal knowing. It wasn't even from. It wasn't even from results at that point. Like I remember I had this breakthrough moment in my life where I was unhappy with my work. I was unhappy in my relationships. I was unhappy in my body. Ultimately, that was where it began mm. um, because I was overweight and I'd lived my whole life overweight. And it was actually something that was drummed into me and from my family loved them to pieces as something that was genetic and I couldn't change it. Um, so I had anxiety and depression and to the point where I couldn't even have a conversation with my best friends. Like I couldn't breathe. I was suffocated. Mm. I would take myself to my room and like literally lie on the floor to try and like, you know, to try and regulate my breathing. Mm. And so I remember one of those episodes I was on the floor and within me, it was like, get up off the floor, Isha, you know, taking out the profanities. No, no, you can can swear (laughs) as much as you want. So please do, do not hold Um, back you know, just get up and control what you can control. Uh, and you know, you need to be as beautiful on the outside as you are on the inside and start shining. So it was for me that moment forward, I believed I would be a fitness model. I don't know Mm. why it was fitness modeling, but it was just something within me that was cultivated and I just ran with it. Hang on a second. Cause you breezed over something really important (laughs) right there. And this is, this is what I do. Because for you, yeah, you're telling it from first person point of view, but me listening to that, yeah. what I want to know is, and I'm sure what everyone else wants to know is, yeah. is what got you to that realization? What what clicked inside of you that goes when you're on that floor and you're like, yeah, I've got to change shit. What happened I there? What was don't it? know what I believe in, but if I was to explain it to anybody who was listening, it's a godlike moment. Like it's not you talking, it's something outside of you whether you believe in a source energy, whether you believe in a Christian God, or whatever, label whatever you want to put on it, yeah. like that was that thing because my ability in this darkness was never to be able to see that light. And if it was, it was like this fraction or fragmentation of myself that was kind of like trying to just come through. Mm. Um, yeah, which is like so beautiful. And once you experience it, it's kind of like, wow, like – Right. You want to keep kind of hmm. living by it and believing in that. Do you remember what that felt like? Like the feeling still fit? Does it like stay I was with you? Crazy, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like I'm crazy. Like some eat, pray, love shit. Really? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but oh, then it was just belief from that. Like I don't even know how to explain it. Hmm. Like because it didn't happen overnight. You know, it took mm-hmm. it took me a year, I think, to get into a place where I was like, "Holy crap, I've transformed." Hmm. Um, 
but every day it was waking up and it was like waking up differently. So what did you do after that point? So you have this realization. Do you go to a personal trainer? Do you start YouTubing? Yeah, every single accountability, guy? 100%. Like yeah. it was just like, how do I hold myself accountable in every way, shape or form? Because I'm not strong enough on my own yet. I knew I would be eventually, but it was just that, yeah, getting as much as I could. I like joined every challenge there was. It was like an ASN body transformation challenge. I, mm. I won that and got sponsored, which was really cool. Um, but yeah, so it was that accountability and it was commitment to myself. It was setting an intention and following through on it. Yeah. Um, so that's probably the top three that I have for that video is belief, accountability mm. and commitment for that to kind of transform. And is that yeah. why your reception now in the fitness industry? Yeah. Is that so somewhere I wanted you want to go to, more into? Yeah. For me to take it back, it's about aligning who I am as a person and my goals towards whatever I want to achieve and feeling good. Um, I could easily go back to being an accountant right now. Mm. Um, however, I don't feel it would fuel my soul. And being behind a computer uh, in a cubicle is not something that I want to do with my life. So mm. even though the money flows in that situation quite easily, it's also a place where I plug in and I don't feel. Mm. So connection is very important to me as a human being and – uh, the ability to co-create with another human being uh, on a spiritual and emotional and, you know, creative level. Oh, it's just that fuels me. And I'm, I would be poor and penniless every day of my life to be able to live that over a corporate job mm. any day. And you know what? It's different strokes for different folks. Some people find pleasure in that place, but that's just not for me. And it's about being true to who you are, not who mm. anyone else wants you to be. <laughs> that was, uh, I felt that See, deeply. Whew, I told you I'm scared every time I talk because I don't know when the light's going to shine. <laughs> that just, uh, well, it's like this. No, it felt it's real. Like... <laughs> it felt real, but it felt like something that I'm not sure if you've had this conversation with a lot of other people. Oh, every day. Yeah. And I don't force it. It's not something that I go out there and, and try and put into other people. Mm. Um, I feel like the universe just hands me the people when they need to come through. And I've had some powerful conversations through that and just trusting mm. um, and not searching. It's just continuing on and seeing what happens. Yeah, right. So, yeah. <laughs> oh, it's very interesting because... Uh, That's how Ben and I connected. I what guess. I'm thinking right now is if you're painting from where you came from and to the way that you are now, had you been spiritual or had you at least Ooh, been no. connected to yourself inside before not that? Not at all. It's so funny because having that experience where I transformed, I was not spiritual. Like I was still asleep and it wasn't until... How long ago was this? Oh, the transformation was back in 2014. Okay, so four years ago. Yeah. Um... And honestly, I probably only found spirituality for me oh God, probably two years ago mm. um, when I started helping other people and not myself. That was the big thing. When it was like not so much about what I could do for me but what I could do for other people. And it was like I wasn't even looking for it, you know. I was just – I remember I – I don't even know what it was but I thought to myself like I can only get my body so far – then what? What's next? Like, and I don't know if it was an internal knowing or 
I think it might have even been leadership, to be honest. Like through my leadership journey, I discovered self-awareness and that helping other people was powerful. And then I started reading and I was thirsty for knowledge. And then just putting into practice all these things that I was learning. Hmm. Um, So that kind of led me down this path and then I just my eyes were open and I couldn't unsee it you know what I mean of like course. when you can't absolutely some some days you go oh I wish I could just go back to that place where I didn't know all of this and life would be a breeze but at the same time you're like no I can't <laughs> is what it is let me talk Once about you know, leadership you know. just to go back to that to kind of understand it a little bit more yeah sure um so when I first got into leadership, I was very unapproachable uh, and I was and getting in accounting. You're yeah, talking about? yeah. And I was getting feedback consistently and continually about how stressed I was and how people didn't want to work with me. Mm. Uh, and then it was kind of like, okay, I accept that. How do I change? And that's when I got into reading and all this stuff about leadership and managing people. Um, but ultimately being a leader is like having 50 mirrors or however many people you lead on you at all times. You cannot hide from who you are and you need to be self-aware because your energy ultimately impacts those around you, whether you like it or not. You have to condition your state, your emotion, your consciousness every single morning before you even walk through those doors. Otherwise your team are just not going to perform. And I kind of played with that energy, sorry guys, if you're watching this, I have a lot of people that still follow me from my leadership oh, days. Yeah, don't worry about it. Don't worry I played with that energy some days just to see if the performance would change if my energy level had changed. So that was really cool. Okay, so experiment. I play mind games with people. Yeah. <laughs> like, what if I come into a little bitchier than normal? Do people fuck with me or not? That type of thing. It's a big thing, and it definitely does impact. Like, you know, if you're not set up, then people like go crazy it's like what's wrong with Alicia today something's happening oh my god my job's on the line like things like that you mm. know and not that I meant to do that to people but um if you're not feeling good they're not feeling good and they don't know why because you're the one who's ultimately vibrating and, and leading that train or bus yeah yeah that's interesting yeah <laughs> I like that that's cool so now that there's so many, and this is the podcast. This is the pod. Yeah. We go on tangents. Yeah. We go on, it doesn't matter. There is Do no it. map. But the something interesting that you were talking about uh, with this transition into where you are now, I was thinking about, well, how did the people around you change? Oh, yeah. Because obviously- Oh, my God. Like we are, you know, you obviously you've probably heard the same. Well, everyone's heard the same by Jim Rohn. You are the average of the five people you're most closest to. And Yeah. What were those people like then? And has it changed now? And how was that journey for you in terms of cycling out? Yeah. This is a harsh word, recycling. But, you know, moving through different people as you're going through this journey because yeah. this journey is not just you. No. like It's a co-creation. Yeah. Yeah. We I exist in a reflection time. of others, yeah? Yeah. Wow. So I can only comment on my experience and time from leadership and seeing people through to their goals that they set with me, particularly with one-on-one sessions and all mm. that sort of stuff. I'm talking about friends as well. Yeah. Friends and family as well, not just yeah. like work. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Um, then we've got so many things, yeah. but, oh man, I'm going to relate it back to work for now, just for this experience. Okay. Um, so many people were achieving things 
that they never thought were possible. And I could list names and I could list experiences. But for me, it was like being able to connect people to what they didn't think that they could do and breathing just a little bit of belief into them, just a little sprinkle. And then honestly, like letting go of what would happen, not being emotionally attached to the outcome for them. Mm. I don't know if you've ever experienced this before, but when you work with people, it's kind of like, oh, I'm so emotionally invested in your outcome. And if you don't receive it, then I'm going to be upset. As but in you then, want them to succeed, yeah, but, but you your success is derived from no, that. No, 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 not even that. It's like you just, you're like giving them so much of your time and energy because you believe in them. Mm. But they can only ever take themselves as far as they want. I know what like, you're saying. You know, you can't control them. You can They're bring them to the watering hole, but they have to drink. Exactly. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah, I got I so you. emotionally invested in that. Um, you want them to drink so badly. Yeah. yeah. Like, please drink I get it. you. I get you. Um, yeah, but there was like a time in my journey in that leadership where I was like, I'm preaching to have courage and not confidence because confidence is a skill that you gain with experience when you put yourself in situations that are very difficult like Agreed. out of your comfort zone Agreed. but I wasn't living that life so once I decided to jump and I quit my job and chase the dream of YouTube whether or not the outcome of YouTube is successful which it really hasn't been for me I'm not gonna lie um well hang on yeah what yeah. do you define as success exactly success is being able to do YouTube full-time and have it as an income deriving um yeah you know uh blah thing but it's not it doesn't produce income for me but that's probably going on a different tangent however when I tried to make that happen I kind of lost my love for it being creative um yeah once you put pressure on making money from that thing kind of loses your spark and that was the six months I had off YouTube because yeah oh my god there's so many things in that however let's go back to the five people that you surround yourself yeah that was the whole reason I went to LA I was just like, I believe that if I'm surrounded by these people, then yeah. I'll be successful. Yeah, speak on this because I saw like snippets of that you were living in LA. Yes. Right, but you were you're from Queens, Brisbane. Yes. Yeah. So where's that whole <laughs> thing come from? How's that covered? Explain that whole journey. Oh my god, I don't know. We'd be here for longer than an hour if I explained that. Well, Cliff, know me. Okay, Cliff, no. Okay, quit my job as accountant because okay, if I take it back, it was free of ego when I first decided to go to LA. It was a for a subscriber. Funnily enough, I love you so much, Jess, if you're watching this. Shout out to Jess. That's some <laughs> Jess. shit. Um, so I didn't know her uh, and she reached out to me, said she wanted to do a fitness modeling competition. I said, I support you because I believe in you. Put the date in my calendar, said, fuck it. Whatever happens, happens. Didn't know I'd be able to go there at this stage. Didn't have the funds, didn't have anything. Just believed in the universe. That was my journey at the time. And it came through. Um, so I booked a trip, um, and this was before I quit my job. And then all these things started happening, which kind of put me on the alignment with YouTube people that, oh man, this is so much, so much to share. I know it's connecting links, it's connecting links, but. But ultimately took the jump ego-free. Then once that happened, things started aligning. I had mentorships with YouTube, which like force, well, didn't force me, but made me believe that this was the this was the way to go. Yeah. So I did it. I was just like hundred percent all in. So went from a month to three months, which is the longest you can do on a tourist visa. Mm. Um, having no idea what would happen, just belief. Um, and yeah, within three days of being in LA and then 
meeting Jess in person, finding out that she had connections and people that I didn't know in my life um, at the time. Yeah, this is going to go deep. Too much to share. So you'd never met Jess before? No. And she just wanted you to help her come over just like this? (laughs) Just like this. And you just, she wanted you to come over to... Well, she didn't even like ask me to. She didn't want me to. I just believed in it. I said, I believe you'll be on that stage. So I'm going to be there to support you and watch you. So it was that simple. It was really that bare bones. Yeah. It's inspirational shit. (laughs) I love that. Um, so anyway, it turns out her auntie was a celebrity stylist who worked with Sharon Stone, Arnold Schwarzenegger, Schwarzy, did the cover of okay. Pulp Fiction. Um, really? Three days into being in America, I was in the Hollywood Hills and uh, in big houses thinking, where the heck am I? I'm just this little Australian girl with a dream. And here I am with people who I feel have achieved their dreams um, and having like Italian chefs brought in to cook them dinner. And oh man, like through that experience, I've met some people who've changed my life and mm. a lot of people don't know um, the people that I talk about. So I don't really go into that. Do you ever find that? I have to ask you this, that when you've had something that's so special in your life happen that you don't want to share it on social media. <laughs> mm. Like I don't, I've never even spoken about it on my YouTube channel to the point like this. Right. I share it one-on-one mm. because I feel like, the new ones would get lost. Yeah. Yeah. And also I don't want it to lose its magic. <laughs> I'm like, I don't, I don't want to put this out there on a world scale for eyes that don't know me to like not really get the power of it. Mm. Like there's something powerful about physical presence and present time, present time consciousness mm. that, you know, it's, Oh, it's just so hard to explain. But what about that one little 13-year-old girl who's listening right now? Who of, <laughs> have you done that? Of have several you thousands no. that have no idea. Maybe there's several thousand or whoever listened to this. It's gone completely over their head, right? Yeah. But there's one little girl who's sitting in Cooper Petey, right, listening to this or oh, watching wow. this. That's powerful shit. And she's <laughs> in the same stage in life maybe that you were at and maybe there's certain opportunities coming to her. And while I totally feel you on, absolutely, there's like things that happen in life. And actually within my own personal life on yeah. social media, I actually don't put that much of it. Yeah. I really put things that are relevant to value that I want to give yeah. to others, right? But like last night, we were in here, we had like a whole bunch of family friends over for my brother's birthday. And I'm not like constantly, I didn't put anything on my gram of that because I want that moment to stay there. I want to be here Yeah. when I'm with them and with them, et cetera, et cetera. But... So my larger point, what I was saying is that what you were talking about, like this story of like, that's, that's a crazy story. And if you've never spoken about that in depth, there could be one person out there that's in a stage in their life that needs to feel that and go, yeah. well, oh, she could do it. Yeah. And for those listening and those watching, uh, you're not some ethereal magical being. You're a human being. <laughs> I'm like, don't cry, Alicia, don't cry mm. because my emotion is like coming through about these experiences that aren't shared because... Yeah, like it's not even that. It's just. But I, I do understand what you're yeah. saying. Like, don't get me wrong. I understand because I'm taught this many untold stories. Are yeah. The same as well. But I feel like because of that. It's like. And what I'm doing with my hands. It's like it's that thing inside of you. There's the energy coming out of you. And it's like overflowing. And I think it would be 
this is my opinion, I think it would be a disservice and a shame that if even a single drop of that was reserved because yeah. maybe you thought maybe someone wouldn't connect with this or maybe uh, I want to hold that within because I'm not sure if they would be able to do full justice. Hey, I made a video a couple of months ago called The Greatest Lesson of My Life from 25 Years of Life. And I see this is what I could not believe you were 25. And the same goes for Ben. I'm just like the amount of knowledge that you have and at such an early stage in your life to be able to work on that for yourself and grow from this place, which will honestly change the world. Like I feel that I Mm. honestly sense a shift and it's this next generation of people who are so switched on, who are going to be the ones that put us back on our path mm. of humanity. And oh, I'm just that. like, I'm so for that and I support that in every way. Awesome. Yeah, I kind of am going on a tangent here, but I kind of feel like I'm on this spiritual bridge where I can see that there's all these people who are awake to it and then all these people who are asleep. And I'm not like one side or the other. I'm just literally in the middle going, here's what it looks like on both sides. Mm-hmm. And then you can take a pick. But it's just, yeah, I feel like this younger generation. And the more I connect, oh, I'm just excited. <laughs> I feel you. Well, what I was going with that, yeah. that line was that with that video, when I was making that video and for long time listeners of this potter, you know what I'm about to say. But in the making of it, because it took about a month to make, about 50 wow. hours of editing for this 10 Whoa. hour minute video perspective and, yeah and just hearts all in it and when i was uh towards the last few days of it being done i was just at the park across and every single day i'd film behind the scenes of how the editing is going and everything and my thought process behind it and i put out this video on the gram saying that this might sound strange but despite all this time and energy i put into this i don't even think many people will get it I don't think a large audience will understand the message behind this video and that's fine. And that's actually what's yeah. intended because I'm not creating for hundreds of thousands. I'm just creating for one. Oh my God. I'm so glad that you said that because so many people in this day and age are totally getting lost in what's not there mm. and losing focus of what is. Oh, it just, this, this last video that I released on YouTube was about the people that were there. Yeah. I put out onto Instagram. I'm like, uh, just, I want to hear from you guys. I want to know what motivates you. And those people that responded to me, they're the people that I want to be yeah. communicating with. And if I can support them by allowing them to get vulnerable on a platform that they've never even considered before, which is YouTube and video, which is so powerful. Mm. Like this is why I continue to do YouTube, even though it's not making money for me. It's a place where I can connect in pure authentic, like in my authenticity and vulnerably. And I need to, and which is something that I got lost in, in the, in the travel to LA, not worry about what everybody else is doing and just be me. Just do you. Yeah, just do me. Because... The person who mentored me on YouTube wasn't authentic. Mm. And yeah, so they were preaching everything that we're talking about right now and not living it. Mm. And they have a massive following, a mm. massive, massive following. And I feel bad because it's just my, per- it's my perception. It's my experience. 
it's not necessarily theirs and it's not for everyone else. So I don't want to persuade anyone in that because I wouldn't change my journey. I wouldn't take it back, but it did mess with me a lot. Like, cause I didn't know what was real anymore and I didn't want to be that person. Mm. However, that experience for me has allowed me to understand that that's not something that I want to be about. So it's just about being exposed to these experiences that ultimately shape you because you have a choice at the end of the day, given any situation in your life, traumatic or just beautiful, whatever, you can let it transform you for the better or let it break you and stop you from achieving what you're meant to in your life. But there's no right or wrong. Mm. Yeah. So. It is what it is, right? It is as it is. Yeah. Good or bad is just your thinking. Yeah. I totally feel you. And just to wrap up that 25-year thing, the reason why I brought that up was because with that thing of me saying that I'm only, I only hope that one person out there, one, as I called it, 19-year-old Adam out there, which is just who I was at 19, who was lost, finds this. Yeah. And if it requires 50 hours of editing for this one little thing, so that one, and he might not even get it. It might take him several years to get it. Yeah. But the reason why I brought that up is because of what you were saying about how you have things like that, things that resonate so deeply inside your heart. You have, like, the way that I visualized it was this, uh, you're, like, you're, like a, you're like a well that has a massive cork in it, right? When you talked about it, how you were saying, oh, do I share? Do I not share? <laughs> but the water's bursting out of the seams. Yeah. Like, it's, it's a geyser coming up from deep within the earth. And it's like, forget about whether there's a hundred thousand, a million people will resonate with this or not. Fuck all that. <laughs> Where's that one girl in Cooperpedia right now that has her life changed because she heard you say, I did this, I did this. I was scared about this. This person fucked me because they weren't living authentically. And that really forced me to reflect on my, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. All the different things going on in your mind. That's what I want to hear. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I want to hear. I want to hear about, it's like when you were talking about, I was on the floor. Yeah. I was on the floor and... Yeah, I had this uh, awakened moment, you know, in Japanese referred to as the Satori moment, where just this uh, ability to see comes to you. And you brush over that for a second. I don't want you to brush over that. <laughs> I want you to dive into that. So, yeah, I've dive deep. <laughs> let that flow. I can just feel it organically. Like, guys, we, she, she walked in, said hi. Literally. There was, there was some Disney music playing. Yeah, my five brother. Seconds. Exactly, five <laughs> seconds. Uh, I'm, I'm making some matcha here. I'm yeah. whisking up some matcha. <laughs> So double matcha, and she's like, as I'm whisking up the matcha, because normally, like, we're just, that's like shoot the shit time, right? That's where it's like, yeah, so I've got a dog. His name's Joseph, like, no, whatever. I'm just deep. But yeah, but then she's like talking to me about the, the enlightenment of the whole populace of the world. I'm like, excuse me? <laughs> I'm trying to make my matcha. Yeah, and I was like, I think I've been a dick here because I'm like half-facing and making my matcha. But she's like, yes, and if we can just evolve consciousness. And I'm like, I love that. And I had to say to her, Listen, I really don't want to appear like I'm being a dick right now because I know you're going to deep ship and I am making the matcha. So. <laughs> <laughs> so wait till the mic's on. <laughs> yeah, yeah, wait till the mic's on. But circling all that way back is that to withhold Is there a pun that, with the whisk and circling? That's, that's not bad, huh? That's not bad. Sorry, Circle actually, it back. Yeah, yeah no, it's, uh, yeah, I, I wouldn't want you to hold back anything. Thank you. And you were talking about raw form, how you wanted to bring. This is a great segue. Yeah. Into you just dropped, you're either dropping t- right now or tonight, some major project for you or at least something I that did resonates. This morning. You did this morning. 
Tell everyone what that's about. Tell me what it's about. (laughs) So basically, I'm trying to change the way that I YouTube, which is about involving other people. It's not just listening. I'm sorry. It's not just about speaking, which just totally ruined what I was saying. But I feel like with YouTube, it's all just people just talking and there's no listening. And for me, I want to transform that. So I'm giving people a platform to share their authentic selves by asking hard hitting questions that I feel have transformed mm. my life mm. to other people to get them to start thinking about those things. And it's not just me thinking anymore. It's a whole collective of people. And those people, um, they come to me organically. It's something that if I put it out there, they will find it. And then I get to share it, which is really powerful. Um, yeah. So YouTube. And where can people find this? Now, of course, yeah. links will be in descriptions. Yeah, link will be in the show well. notes. But for those listening right now, they're like, hmm, check this shit out. Yeah. What's the YouTube and what's the Instagram, if that's the yeah. main accounts? Okay, so my YouTube is just my name, which is Leisha McGinnis. Mm-hmm. Uh, and my Instagram is Living Fit with Leash. Cool. And don't worry, guys, there's, the links will all be uh, linked, up. linked up. But anyways, continue. Yes. Um, so I don't know. There's just – it's about community. And I feel like we are all stronger together. Um, you could – and I think this is something from childhood. I honestly – Felt like if I wanted anything in my life, I had to go it alone. And then I started to realize that it doesn't work that way. You, you know, you have to start from within, but then build as a community. And when you start really understanding that, oh man, your world is endless. Like, a go. I'm going to do some weird shit here. Yeah, go. It's, re- <laughs> it's, it's 100% relevant, but... For those listeners, I know. Because yeah, you can't on the see podcast, it. yeah, yeah. What I'm doing right now is uh, I'm just writing down a note. I've never done this before, even with anyone ever. But it just it hit <laughs> me, it hit my mind right now, so I feel like it must be done. Um, I'm gonna write. I'm writing down a note that I want Leash to read, and I'm not gonna say it out loud. Ooh. And I just want her to give me her raw thoughts based on what I'm about okay. to write. I'm scared. In a good way. I'm, I'm fucking oh, Can I'm I just say that scared. for everyone listening? Every time I have felt fear in my life, literally moments before something great has happened. So fear and excitement feel the same. We all know that saying. Honestly, honestly, when you feel fear and you just run with it and go and do what scares you the most, something beautiful is about to happen. I agree so much. Oh, man. <laughs> I'm sure we could talk for hours and hours so of I'm actual references. right now something beautiful is about to happen. Well, no, it's, it's – okay. <laughs> I might have built it up a little more than it is. But <laughs> no, basically, so I've written down this note because what you were talking about was how you started this journey with internal growth and you mm-hmm. were growing your seed inside. But then what you found is that as you stunted that, uh, the fulfillment wasn't there. But as you start to expand now mm-hmm. and you start to look at, okay, how can I bring this to others – it's just something, a quote run through, ran through my mind that has been something I've been working on personally Ooh, for the last couple of months. Um, it's not my personal quote, but it's my interpretation of someone else's. Yeah. Um, I might hit you with that person afterwards, but I want to pre- preload your mind. Yeah. So what I want you to do is, this is interesting. I just want you to, I'm going to hand this note to her and I just want you to take your time with it. Like, don't feel like it's like Eddie, Eddie McGuire. Like, I need you to <laughs> It's like, who, you can't handle the truth. Who wants to be a millionaire or something like that? It's not that. But, um, just breathe it in and just hit me with First whatever, thought. yeah, whatever raw thoughts are. Okay. 
I've just handed her the note. Oh, yeah. A hundred percent. Just take your time and breathe it in. Whatever comes out first comes out first and then maybe dive in on it and let people know what the hell mm. I wrote down as well. Because people are like, what the hell did he write? <laughs> Can I share it? Yeah. Can yeah, I yeah. say it out loud now? Yeah, absolutely. We exist in our relationships to others. It's powerful shit. <laughs> it's, oh my gosh. What does that mean to uh, you? It's so many things. But ultimately, it takes me to this place of gratitude. And I just, when I first read that, it was discovering this and the power in gratitude. Um, And once I started giving to other people, and this is another thing too, people get confused. Giving isn't necessarily money. It's not things, it's not stuff. Hmm. It's your time. It's your presence, it's your thought, it's your appreciation. And that doesn't cost anything. Every time I have someone pop into my mind for whatever reason, something that's happened between us, something that they've done, I've appreciated them. And from that, so many things have grown. And that feeling is not only within me, it's within them. And that vibration, that shared consciousness in that moment in time has the ability to break through. And I feel like the best example of this is a smile. When you smile to someone and they start smiling and then you realize why you're smiling, it might be that thought of that some person in your life or that experience that you've had. They've given that to you. You've given that to a complete stranger And there's no limit to that. It's just so powerful. But if you're sitting alone in a room in the darkness, you can't do that. You can't witness that. You were put here to share with other people, to be conscious, to be co-creating, to be just living your best life. And that is what I feel reading this. <laughs> mm. So, wow. No, that's real. It was just something that I felt, it's just something that popped into my mind when you were speaking on that because uh, that, and when she says that, she's just pointing down at the note <laughs> that we exist in our relationship to others. I was speaking with Ben about this last week, yeah. about how when we start the journey of self-development, we actually get an ego about the journey of starting self-development. Oh, yeah. And you like, I remember listening to this, right? You want other people to see, but they can't see, and you start, anyways, etc. Guys, go back and listen to that if you want to know more about that. It's not 100% relevant to what I'm talking about now, but just we talked a little bit on that. And I feel like this thing here, at least for me personally, I'm yeah. sure Ben, if he's listening, better be listening, better be listening. Uh, <laughs> and I heard it come out so strong for you, but you're in your own way, yeah. That yeah, it's like you, you have a relationship with yourself. Yeah. And I have to take it back. Can I just, I've, I've read something or yeah. um, to do with the ego recently and it's something I've struggled with a lot because we can never separate from the ego. The ego is like a snakeskin. You shed it and you constantly evolve from it and you move through parts of your ego 
every day and then you you release some shit you know and that's the that's the snake skin but you're always going to have the snake skin it's just every day you learn more from it and then you try and become this better thing but ultimately like it's natural it's your life it's you can't live without it it's a human condition it's a condition so don't get upset with yourself when you find that ego is is taking hold because eventually you're going to shed it and you're just going to be this other part of yourself so yeah don't beat yourself up for the ego in the journey Mm. i think it's just about being conscious and aware of it since we're here now yes since we're here now yeah have a blueberry they're big blueberries. Just big blueberries. Yeah. <laughs> Juicy. Um, that's why, because I bought a little skin oh peaks. Like, it's like, why is there only five blueberries in this bowl? It's because they're fucking huge blueberries. <laughs> Biggest blueberry I've ever seen. Yeah. And it's delicious. It's good, right? I thought the best things come in small packages, but not in this case. Hey, that's what people <laughs> be saying about me all my life, okay? That's what I've been saying to other people these about my life. Uh, since we're here now, uh, let's, let's dive into it. Based on what you were just saying there. Yeah. Um, I feel like we're deep enough into this. I feel like we've had enough green tea matcha for this. What do you, what's your idea? And, and actually when Ben and I dived into this about his idea of where he's at spiritually, uh, I preface this and because I'm sure there's a whole bunch of people listening to this particular potter that have not listened to any of the other potters. Yeah. Like people that follow you uh, have absolutely no idea and stumbled across some yeah. sort of SEO keyword that they've gone. Yep. Yeah, sounds good. Right. What's going on here? <laughs> So I want to preface this again, even if you heard the last potter, which is that what we're about to talk about is a paradox in that the very idea that we are going to talk about it actually diminishes what we are talking about. So, but because we're human beings, we have to relate with words. Mm -hmm. So please keep that in mind when we talk about this. Based on where you're at in life right now. By the way, you haven't even told me how old you are. Oh yeah. 29. 20. 21. 21. (laughs) Yeah. So based on where you're at now, 29 years of life. And what you were just talking about there to do with the ego, what's your idea of where you think this life ends for you? If it does end, what happens afterwards? Oh, I love this question. Yeah, what's your conception? Where are you at with that? There's two things that come to my mind when you say that. The first is I'm very strong with the belief that you, you have a purpose in your life and you aren't aware of it. It's this thing within yourself and that you'll be safe until you fulfill that and sometimes it can just be a legacy that you pass on maybe for those who are lost and uh don't get to live their full age of life they have a purpose as well um so that's hard for people to hear yeah i'm i just for me i've lost people in my life and i feel like they live on through me as a legacy so Mm. their lives were not lived in short for me i just feel that Mm. and I would be doing them a disservice if I didn't believe that. So there's that. And then also I feel like once you've received an element or sorry, once you have reached enlightenment, you are no longer needed on this earth. So that journey in of itself is like you, you've done all that you have to do in this lifetime. And I believe there's more than one, um, and More than one life. Yeah, okay. yeah, definitely. And I try and keep an open mind when I meet people um, that they might be my teacher and they could be five years old. You know, you never know what they have and experience because we, I feel like we choose this life before we enter into it. So, 
mm-hmm. yeah, it's just. And how did you come to this understanding? Oh my gosh, I feel like it's through life experience. You eventually work it out, and if you don't, then I don't know. I don't know how to explain it. It's just an internal knowing. Yeah. So, yeah, I like that belief. I feel at peace every day, mm. knowing that you know I have a purpose. And it's yet to be fulfilled, so I need to keep working on it and continually learn and grow. And eventually, if I knew it all, if I was enlightened, then I wouldn't be needing to be here. Be on to the next thing. So that word's popped up twice now. Yeah. Give me, give me clarity <laughs> for you. What is enlightenment to you? Oh, my gosh. Oh, it's been a while since I've thought about that, to be honest. Yeah. <laughs> Stay a while. <laughs> Where are you? Uh, enlightenment. I feel like that's knowing the reason of why you're here. Uh, And, oh man. Yeah. I don't know. You tell me what you think about it. Well, to bring structure around it, the reason why, because it is a word that popped up twice. The first time you said it was, uh, I can't remember the exact wording, but it was something to do with, you, yeah, that's like right. That you feel like when you have become enlightened, then you're 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 done here. Yeah. And so when you first said, I was like, okay, tag a note there. What does enlightenment mean to her? So that take that structure. Mm. Uh, in it's relation knowing to everything that. that you need to know, and it's about being the best uh, human being. I don't even know how to explain it. It's just knowing. Mm-hmm. No, and. <sighs> Yeah, I was just about to say that, I know, because, yeah, that is the nature of this conversation. Yeah. And I did a solo pod, uh, which was last week, uh, or, yeah, last week now, on cultivating presence. And there was a big part of that uh, towards the end presence, where I had to talk about, listen, I'm about to talk about the question of who are you, but please know that anything that comes out of my mouth completely <laughs> eradicates the lesson I'm trying to pass on. Yeah. Right, the moment I say to you, I the moment I say anything yeah. that is not Vibration. that right there. <laughs> anyway, it could have been me just standing up. It could have been just action. Cause that's before the thinking mind. Yeah. Right, the thinking mind is our ego's attempt to organize and to get our ideas and concept of this world. But uh, if we want to talk about who you are, at least from my point of view is that, us using these words right it's that you know the wind blows outside and the chimes ring i'm just like this <laughs> now i said this in that potter and there was a girl it was based on some dms i was having with a girl some dms um, yeah shout out to uh nia there we go nia <laughs> that'd be good man yeah 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 i had to i had to get it right i didn't want to get it wrong she's probably listening to this oh shit um, <laughs> And we had, we had back and forth and I already explained that conversation in another poll. So I'll breeze over it now. But anyways, uh, she asked me, who am I? And I mm. said to her, I just said, I literally looked out the window and I go, oh, the sun's rising and the birds are singing. <laughs> I'm just like this. Right. And what did she feel? Did that make her uncomfortable? Yeah. A lot of people get uncomfortable yeah. with that. Because she thought I meant that in a uh, figurative manner. Yeah. Oh, no, not figurative. Or an escape is the manner. Yeah, as in like, yeah, she's just like, she feels like you're hiding. Yeah. No, I literally mean, that's what it is. And then we dived in a little bit more and she's like, I feel like uh, I have to shift worlds to be able to 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 relate with you. Is this how it's always going to be? And I'm like, no, (laughs) 
No. Because it's your thinking mind that makes it difficult. You know, when people talk about Zen, you know, yeah. some people say meditation's hard. Zen's hard. Meditation is what it is. It's stillness. <laughs> Zen is what it is. Right? It's you that makes it hard or yeah. good. Yeah. Is you bad? Your perception. Mm. Mm. So um, ah, we're here now. So yeah. who, who are you? Who am I? Yeah, I'm whoever I want to be at any moment. I can change. I don't know. I'm not a thing. I'm not attached. I am who I am. Who were you when you came out of the womb? Before you had a name? Before you had clothes? Oh, we are talking about strangerism or whatever it's called because nobody knows. You don't even know if your parents are your parents. You're taking everyone else's perception of who you are, really. So I don't know how to answer that question. Do you know how to answer that question? I don't think there's a right or wrong answer to that. (laughs) Look at you. Let's just sit here. No, but that is the answer. Mm. I would just have them there. Yeah. So based on how you respond to that question, it shows you where you're at. Because you were going, I don't think there is no, and you kind of worked your way through it. I don't think there is no right or wrong answer. I don't think there is any answer. So you went through several <laughs> levels of understanding. <laughs> yeah, there is. Because all, all I said to you there was something. How you respond back to me. Yeah, shows you exactly where you're at, and, and all. And if you come up, so a lot of people when they come up with that, they try and conceptually reason as much as they can, right? And that's fine. There's no good or bad, but the closest to the truth is nothingness, mm. right? And that form is emptiness. Emptiness is form. And when you get to that place, I feel like we're, we're having this conversation now because I feel like we can have this conversation. I, and I totally understand. There's probably a lot of people that's like, what the fuck are they talking about right yeah. now? Yeah. <laughs> just like, even I'm like, fuck, where are we going? Yeah, where are we going? I don't know. It's scary, but that's life. But you worked your way through you it. just keep going. Yeah. And uh, I think the closest, because what I was waiting for you, the reason why I had that silent moment is because when you're like, yeah, there is no answer to that question. It's just silence. Because I asked you, who were you before you had name, before you had clothes? Yeah, there was no ego to conceive of, oh, I'm Leisha. Yeah. I am this accountant. <clears throat> I, I am this 35 kilos overweight. I am uh, all these people that they hate me, that love me, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. This is like what I refer to as the paper walls in your mind. They're just paper walls. And at any moment, you could come in and just tear them all down. And realize that there's nothing. Yeah. That's, oh my gosh. You have to still struggle with that. I mean, everybody still struggles with this idea that we are nothingness. And yet everything, we are the universe. We are oneness. We are all the same. Oh man. Do you struggle with the ideas that constantly feel like they're contradicting themselves and your experiences keep showing you things and taking you in weird tangents like this conversation. I mean, where do, when do you struggle? Do you? I struggle when I choose to struggle. Yeah. I think you knew I was going to say that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So to give, to give relevance, because yeah. listen, of course, we're in a room together where we can feel each other's energy, where we're, it's, it's visceral, mm-hmm. right? And even if you were to do a, 
um, there are particular scans that are done with um, Tibetan monks while meditating, and you can see the energy uh, fields around them through different. That's so cool. Yeah, I'm not sure the um, what the scientific name of it is, but it's like you know, it's like done in um, different colors and whatnot, and like graphs, and it's not like woo woo bullshit. It's like an actual like hardcore nerds are doing this stuff, and you can see that when they get into the space, yeah, the energy starts to emanate. And uh, so, anyways, so that's this conversation <laughs> I'm really right intrigued now. Intrigued by this. <laughs> yeah, this is this conversation right yeah. now. So when she said, "Like, do do you struggle?" and I'm just looking at her, and I'm giving her the answer as I'm looking at her. So she's like answering the question. I'm just like whatever as she's answering <laughs> the question. But because I know people listening, you're probably not picking up on that. Even if you're watching this, probably not picking up on that. So to bring actual, let's ground this in which people can actually relate mm-hmm. that maybe aren't on this in this space right now when i was 18 like pre-journey what i first refer to as uh, the journey of evolving consciously the breakthrough yeah before that absolutely when i first got to expose the idea that <clears throat> we don't own anything in this life this is a paradoxical thing oh yeah right and you talked about people that you were lost in your life are you at a stage now and of course, I don't, I'm not going to pressure, yeah. pressure, no pressure, share whatever you want to share. But how do you view, how do you view their moving on into whatever the next thing is, whether that's nothing or whether that's something? How did you view that then? And because I know how you view that now, yeah. but how did you view that then? Then, I mean, it was hard, but I feel like it was. Um, and what made to, it hard? Not the, the physical the physical presence, the physical being there, like that was the hardest thing. But there comes a point in your life where you need to detach. And I feel like that's not just with people, that's with things. That's, uh, I don't know, but like, honestly, the less you have, the more you have. Yeah. When you strip away that, and it's hard sometimes because that ego mind comes in and says, you need this. Uh, Especially with people. Oh, wow. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, you just do. You keep moving. We're like a stream, you know. It's water. We are water. So, mm. you keep moving. And I know you, you choose to see the goodness. Well, that's what I do anyway. Mm. Yeah. So. It's been a while since I've been there. Being in the mind of someone who's listening to this, say that whether it's their best friend, maybe it's their daughter, their son, their mother, someone really close has just passed away. Literally yesterday. They come to you, they're distraught. I, oh my gosh. Yeah. They, uh, like for anyone who hasn't experienced the loss of someone really close, even that term is not a term that's within my vocabulary, but I'm trying to make this as relevant to pos- mm. as possible. Because if I come right out of the gate saying to people that I didn't view my my best friend passing away as any form of loss whatsoever, right? That's a much deeper conversation we need to have. There needs a lot more conversational structure and context around it. Oh, yeah. So parking that, let me use that word just for now. This this person comes to you and they say, Leash, how I'm in pain right now. How would you recommend I interpret this experience? See, for me, given that question, 
I know in my heart of hearts that I will never be in their experience. I cannot experience their pain to the level that they're experiencing it. So you need to be respectful of their experience. And, oh man, that's really deep because I don't know how to explain it. But whenever someone in my life loses somebody, I always feel empathy for them. I am a very emotional triple Pisces. Um, Mm -hmm. So I do feel that and I understand what they're going through, Mm -hmm. but not to their level. Mm. And I like to let them know that their person that they've lost lives through them. Like that's, we are all one and it's a beautiful thing to move on in life and in the other, in, in whatever you believe in after it. If they don't believe in that, that's fine. But their existence still lives and that how do I explain this I was a quote that I saw once and it was like it's it's what you do in life it's how you impact others that remains immortal so I believe in that so it's just about helping them understand that this loss for them is a legacy through that individual and yeah I don't know and if they reject that they reject that then that's that's fine it's fine like let them experience their experience it's that it's for them like it's valid everything is yeah i don't know i don't know no it's very deep it got very deep yeah Answer. <laughs> no the reason why i asked that is because yeah that's what's going to happen that and that actually and expands Hey, that expands to many, many different aspects of this and many different angles of this journey in which that as you start to grow, mm-hmm. you notice that other people aren't willing to grow with you. Yeah, but it's also like people's lives impact others, whether you're alive or deceased, in ways that you can't even see. You don't even know. That's the beauty of this life. And in any moment, something could change or someone could walk in to change your life. And it's exciting and that's the magic, you know. It's incredible. Mm. So, yeah. I don't, yeah. Mm. I mean, I have a thousand things running through my mind, but I'm like, that's going to take us, mm. <laughs> that's going to take us way over time. The, the reason why I asked you about the rejection, about people rejecting mm. um, your attempt to help them see is because, yeah, on this journey... You're going to get that a bit. Yeah. You're going to get that a bit because people are where they are. And as I spoke of Ben, uh, it doesn't matter. And as you said before, as much as you want them to drink, right? You can't oh, force yeah. them to drink. Mm. Okay, so uh, the reason why I wanted to bring that in is because as we're talking about this and as you're, you're painting great, great, uh, great emotions and great words and great visualization behind how you're trying to get this person to interpret their experience, and there might be someone, you know, going and I'm going and maybe a younger Adam listening mm. to this was going, that sounds great. That sounds good. And they might even, maybe that pops up for them mm. in a week or so. And they go through that and they do their very best to act on that empathy you were talking about, but then it's not received well. And sometimes that can fuck with you because you're like, I thought I was doing 
why wasn't it received? Yeah. Well, I thought if I just come from a good place, then people will receive me. You know? And then that comes back to your attachment <laughs> to the outcome from people, right? Yeah. I let go of that a long time ago. It's funny because some people can even drink the water and just hold it in their mouth. You, you think they're drinking the water, but they're not. But you don't, you know. That's like... very interesting. <laughs> I've never heard that analogy taken that way. That's awesome. I like that. So. It's really cool. I don't know. Like, yeah, it is what it is. Is what it is. It is what it is. And for every moment, I'm grateful for this journey. Yep. Boom. All right. Well, normally this is about our halfway point of a potter. Yeah. And actually this is, and we've kind of. I feel like there's more. I'm apologizing of my short time. Oh, uh, yeah. So we haven't explained <laughs> this at all, but I was yeah about to explain that. That this is like where the shit really starts to begin. You know, for most, but we kind of... Because we've cleared some blockages and then yeah. it's like, boom. Yeah, yeah. And it's kind of like you lay groundwork and it's good. And, and the next hour is when some real shit starts to come out. But I feel like we've already got a lot of that lot in of already. <laughs> like I've, I've just been taking notes. Like, There's a lot of gold in this. So yeah, Leash has to... Leash was um, very grateful for you to be able to come down here this morning because I know that you had... You got work straight yeah. after this. And I didn't want to miss this though. So I was just like, yeah, I'm in. Real. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. So no, it's not even hustle. It's just going with the flow of the natural order of things. That's that's. I'm sure. sorry, hustle is just sure. Yeah. Hey, just labels, just words. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah. I didn't mean it in a way like yeah, good nine a.m. to ten a.m. <laughs> I bet just like yeah, a lot of people wouldn't be willing to act on that short notice, and uh, even if it's only too bad to come down here for an hour and you got to scoot out. Um, but this speaks to what the Potter is is that the relationship I have with the people that listen to this is that it is a relationship, yeah. And that just because I speak with you for an hour now, that's just the beginning. <laughs> we'll get this again. We'll get this many times again throughout the Excellent. journey of life. You know, this is just the beginning. And who so, knows what our perspectives will be when we chat next? Hundred percent. Continue. So, I uh, <laughs> I normally wrap up with some type of summary, but I'm not really going to try and do that now. Because we haven't haven't enough time to really conceive of what we even just talked about. <laughs> so what I will say though is that I really appreciate your honesty, thank you, uh, your ability to communicate what is inside uh, the beating organ inside of you, whatever you want to call it, your spirit. Right, I really appreciate that confidence because a lot of people aren't willing to do that, and I've reached out to a lot of girls in particular, really females in particular, that I know have stories to share but aren't willing to do so. And not in a negative way. And they're not like, no, because you are, no, like that. But more like just like, I don't, don't feel like I'm in a place where I'm confident enough to share that story. Can I just let the record state that I'm not, uh, well, see, I'm giving power to that. I don't want to give power to that. But confidence is not a word that I would use to describe myself. Courage would be above confidence for me every single day. So, yeah, mm. constantly, constantly just going with action towards those things that I feel like I should be doing. Mm. Yeah. 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 Sure. Yes. Well, whatever word you want to use. <laughs> courageous. Uh, I'm courageous. Yeah. <laughs> whatever word you want to use. Yeah. Uh, I just really appreciate that because I feel like that's inspirational for um, anyone, really anyone listening. And now I want to give you the space absolutely to send people where they can dive deeper yeah. in your universe and um, we'll wrap up from there. Ultimately, um, the best place 
I would love you guys to go would be to my YouTube channel, which is Leisha McGuinness. Uh, however, don't just view my content. Don't be a consumer. Create with me. Comment in my videos, whatever you feel resonates with you. I want to really hear from your mind and not just have your eyes on me and then disappear into the abyss that is social. Mm-hmm. I want to hear from you. Like, honestly, very deep with connection. Like, it would be nothing if I didn't hear from you. So, thanks. <laughs> we exist in our relationship status. Thank that's you it. for sharing. That's it. So okay, guys. So, thank you very much for listening and all everything she just mentioned, all linked up, show notes, description. And we'll I'm catch you guys very soon. Much peace and much joy. Yeah. So thank you very much for listening, my friends. It was an absolute time sitting down with Leash, and I really appreciate her time to be able to come down and cram this quick session in. But this is the beginning of the relationship, and I felt like that we only scratched the surface of what there is to talk about here. So we'll definitely get her back, and I encourage you to dive in on her universe, all the links on YouTube, and also in the show notes if you're on iTunes or on CastBox or whatever. Hook in on her universe. And also, if you guys would like to share in with me please let me know what you felt about this episode please share that feedback slide me a dm on the gram at uitang1 send me an email at bulldozer.com and actually it's a good segue because this episode is brought to you by bulldozer.com where you guys can pick up that ebook dive in on one-on-one skype coaching and also book in for the deep immersive boot camps bulldozer.com it's an absolute time i can't wait to get it again with leash and i thank her very much i wish you guys the best in your journeys much peace and much joy yeah